guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, good evening, Oxford Holy Club. It's the three holy boys. What's up? <laughs> I'm so tired. So if I don't bring it right from the beginning, I'm not going to have it for the rest of the episode. So I'm going to fake it till I make it. Welcome to episode 126 entitled Bats, Tech, and Instructions. We are your hosts. My name is Brad Silliker. To my, oh boy, to my left is Lucas Candy. And down below is Andrew Beckwith. Hey boys, how are you? Doing very well. Come on, match match I'm, my I'm level. I'm way better than Lucas. Match my level. Get get up here with me. Come on. <laughs> You're I'm down so here. Good. I'm up here. I'm, <laughs> nice. Uh, guys, we're going to have a great episode tonight. We've got an interesting tiebreaker about two guys trying to flip a house and finding bats. We are going to be catching up on all the things from our week, and they've been mostly Xbox related. Uh, if you were to check our chat on our phone, there's a lot of Xbox related stuff. We're going to be smarping today from First Thessalonians, and then we're going to wrap things up with the sports and star stuff from our own Lucas Candy, bringing in the heat tonight. Uh, Maybe star stuff. What's, what did I say? It's. <laughs> Hey, thanks everyone that's liking the stream. We're glad that you're here with us. Uh, make sure that you drop us a line in chat and let us know that you're here. Say hello. And as we're going through the episode tonight, uh, make sure that you, that you talk with us. Hey, mom, glad you're there. And uh, and let's have some let's have some conversation. So, guys, we're gonna get right into the episode because the night's gonna get away from us before we know it, and we Always are does. going to the tiebreaker. All right. So our tiebreaker tonight is thus, this, I shall read it. Noah and his brother Adam got a deal on a house in foreclosure, as most people do. And now they live there together while they're slowly fixing it up. The issue is that the house is infested with bats that slip through the cracks in the bathroom walls. Noah is disturbed by the bat's presence and prefers to avoid them at all costs by shutting them into the bathroom. Adam thinks Noah is <laughs> Walling being it up. What? Adam thinks Noah is being a wimp and should confront the bats head on. How should they deal with their flying mammal problem? Gentlemen, the tiebreaker is before us. We are to settle it. Debbie says hi, Andrew. Hi, yeah, Gloria. I think she felt obligated since your mom said hi. <laughs> so then she was like, I better say hi too. Yeah, we're just missing one mom. What if our mothers started their own <laughs> podcast? Has your mom ever watched Lucas? I don't think so. No, she's never even watched <laughs> Lucas, let alone a podcast with Lucas on it. She's probably seen me in enough, uh, you know, uh, Sussex Corner Elementary School presents whatever's to uh, last a lifetime. If I'm, uh, if so, I'm, hold on, hold on. I, I want to go with something here. If our mothers started their own podcast, what would it be about? Do you think our mothers would do a, re, a reaction a reaction podcast <laughs> you say, to you our say podcast? Do you no, say I said us. Oh, oh, us. Yeah. Let's just talk about how great <laughs> we are. Oh. It'd be funny if they spent the entire time talking about our other siblings, but uh, I mean, you don't have any other siblings, Brad, but like, oh, Jonah, let me tell you what he's up to these days. So great. Uh, oh, hey, Mark Corkum <laughs> says, hi, Mark's coming in, bringing, bringing that hey, mother. Mark. He says he's no substitute, I presume, me? for your oh. mother. <laughs> yeah, I get it. <laughs> Can, is, is Mark a substitute for your mom tonight? 
I, he's, he a, can he's be. a caring person. Yeah. He is a caring person. Uh, all right. He, he, he and I go way back. He knows me from back in the day. Uh, just a reminder to people that are chatting with us, there's about an eight second delay from when we say something to when you hear it and then respond to it. So True. if it seems like we're not getting right to what you're saying, it's because of the delay. If we ever make the switch Smart. to YouTube, uh, it's a two second delay. A whole, whole lot easier. Well, almost instant. Almost instant. And we'd be in high defer. And we'd be in high def <laughs> if we made the switch. Uh, now, so is one of the ideas just to like wall up that uh, bathroom pretend it doesn't exist and then sell it with like, a, you know, sealed in bats? <laughs> That's like a, are you afraid of the dark episode? Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's the no. That's the bat room. That's totally normal. You've heard of a bat cave? Oh. It's the bat room. No, <laughs> he thought of that. No, 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 bat room. So I will just say that I've never heard of a bat, an actual bat infestation. You see it in TV shows all the time. Like that's how Batman was kind of created, and all these things. But I've never actually heard of someone actually being infested with bats before. He's created because he got bit by a bat, right? That's and then he became no, but he gets in that cave or something. You know, bat superpowers. I I think you've got you're mixing your analogies. Um. So my my only. I have a hard time with this because there's Mandy will remember in our first home that we owned, there was not a bat room, but we did want on a Sunday morning while I was at the church, get a call from Mandy saying there's a bat flying through the house, come home. Uh, uh, and, and so Harmony's only a couple of years old and there's this bat. And, and just, you sent over a trustee. How do you know? <laughs> did you really? Yeah, of course I did. <laughs> No, so I, I didn't know. <laughs> he was busy with church stuff. No, I I went home. I I went home and I think I got. I think I grabbed a broom. No, I grabbed a hockey stick. Um, I was gonna say a broom. That's like the old lady way to do it. I, hockey I, stick's better. I grabbed a hockey stick and I was gonna deal with it. And then then I got there and guys, I'm just a hundred percent. I wimped out. I couldn't do it. And so we had a a trustee, um, and. And he came over and just like grabbed a blanket and grabbed the bat and put it in the blanket and took it outside. Just reached out, went, <laughs> just <laughs> grabbed it. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so so I'm not the best one to to talk about dealing with bats because frankly, I if calling an exterminator or a trustee means I've dealt with them, then I have. Yes, Lucas. What was there a? Was there shame in that call? What was that like emotionally for you when you had to make that call and ask another man to come do the man job? Well, Lucas, now, saying that, woman job. I have done that. I have done that. I have <laughs> thank, done that. Thank you, just, Andrew. Just wondering. Ab- <laughs> absolutely. Thank you, Andrew. Um, it, it started a little something like, like, um, yeah, no, yeah, it's me. Cause they all knew that I, that I was leaving for it. No, can't, can't get it. That'd be great. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay, bye. I'll have the blanket ready. He just have went in and was blanket. like, get out, and the bat flew out. <laughs> yeah, it just walks in and he just says, you, out. Uh, um, so we, is there not like a bat exterminator? I, I, I probably flippers are always trying to save a buck, right? So I, because I mean, exterminator is the way to go. Um, I did come out up with or, an organic, all natural solution to solve the problem. But once we're done goofing, then I'll give you the real solution. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Rianne is saying if they leave, if they leave, avoid the bats. Are they just waiting for them to die off? Oh, okay. She's asking what's going on here. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff is, he's taking it to a totally different level. Uh, 
I think he insure it and then drop a match and be done. So I'm pretty sure there's a legal term for that. Um, Can can any of you guys? Froud? Is it Froud? I don't know. Uh, Can we we talk about these cracks in the bathroom? That are big enough for bats to get through. You walk in, it looks like a Batman symbol. They just fly through it all the time. Maybe you should just patch these cracks or maybe not buy a house that has cracks in the walls that big. Well, I I presume this is like everything I see on like the home, not the home shopping network. Um, what HGTV, HGTV, you know, the, the house hunters and the flippers, you got to think that they deal with this. That's, that is a show. That's a show I want to see. For the record, I've seen a few of those shows, and usually it's always like, it's like, well, as long as everything goes perfect, when you dock down this bathroom wall, what could ever be wrong? It's not like there's going to be mold back there. And like, guys, there's mold back there. There's Who every known? kind of mold. There's every kind. <laughs> but this time, they, they like, crack it open. <laughs> bats, guys. There's bats everywhere. Guys, they're curing penicillin in that wall. <laughs> or uh, they're growing penicillin, not curing it. Oh, heavens. Uh, all right, so... They've got the house from foreclosure. They're living in it while they're slowly... They're living with the bats in the bathroom. Somebody's going to get rabies, 100%. You're going to get bit. You're going to get bit. You're going to get bit. It's probably like a one bathroom too. So that's probably a stressful situation (laughs) where time is a factor. Yes, Jeff. uh, Insurance (laughs) is designed for mistakes. I mean, you could always just pay Jeff to do it because he seems pretty open to it. Jeff, no, he's going to smoke him out. That, right? That, that is a tried and true way of getting rid of bats. I'm going to smoke him out. Just let me make this campfire in your bathroom. That's, <laughs> Jeff, that's always in your back pocket, the old drop a match answer. The issue but, is that uh, the house is infested with bats. I take umbrage with that. And I think the issue started long before uh, where it's the, the, the house Maybe the house is foreclosing because it belongs to the bats now. <laughs> it's a bat house. It's a bat house. Now you know. Um, are you ready for my my total solution to this problem? Is it going to be funny or is it just going to be serious and then we move on? Uh, well, that's up for. I'm open. Let's let nature take its course. I'm open to one. both. Uh, okay, so I think I think it could apply. So I did some googling. Uh, do bats have a natural predator? Yes, they do. Owls. So you take a couple <laughs> owls, you throw them in the bathroom. Uh, then the problem is you got owls in your bathroom, which is, I mean, a different problem, but still a problem. This feels like a lady that swallowed a fly. Oh, yes. What, what, are, what are the predators of owls? Coyotes. So coyotes, throw some coyotes in there, leave them for a couple of days, bada bing, bada boom, no more owls. Uh, then you got the coyotes. And I looked those up. Uh, turns out wolves. <laughs> wolves will eat coyotes. So throw a couple of wolves in there, bada bing, bada boom, no problem. Uh, and then wolves. It was hard to find, but uh, turns out cougars will bring down wolves. So throw a couple of cougars in there. Now, what? then you've got a cougar problem, but I've definitely solved your bat problem. And uh, you're going to have to throw that one up on Yahoo Answers and see what they can find for how to get rid of cougars. Turn, turns out natural uh, predator for cougar is a seagull. And and then we can go straight from sea, <laughs> we can go straight from seagull to Lucas and boom, the house belongs to Lucas. Now your bats aren't a problem. <laughs> that was his plan all along. That was his plan. Lucas just wanted to get it back at that seagull. <laughs> I see your name here is a seagull, seagull reaper. It took me a while That's to get right. that, but uh... so, so when, uh, when you go to join a Zoom call, it says who's trying to join, and it says the name. And I, it again, like you, I saw this name, and I was like, Seagal, 
Seagal Repair. Steven Seagal? Seagal Repair. Who is this? And I, in my head, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Some teen must know that I'm on right now and is trying to join with a weird name. And then I was like, wait, Seagal Reap Lucas. Phonetics, he got there. Uh, yeah, well, it's funny because I was so excited for you to make a comment, but he, but Brad was so excited to show me all his his uh, Zoom filters he had found out how to use that he didn't even comment on my name. I'm so sorry, and I can't even I can't even uh, organically get to those filters now without it showing up on our screen. <laughs> That's too bad. Uh, so so is Noah being a wimp, and should he confront those bats head on, or should? Or should they just board it up, board up the bathroom, decide to never use it again, and <laughs> for sale house, three bathroom, three bedrooms, no baths, <laughs> three bedrooms, no baths, <laughs> many bats, many many, yeah. many bats, no bathroom. Did you say bathroom or bat room? <laughs> oh, I definitely said. No, okay. So th- there's the solution. There's the solution. Is it's all in the marketing. It's a typo, much like one of <laughs> much Co- like one of Greg's mistakes. That bath filled room. Bat room. Bat room. It's got to be a typo, right? <laughs> Clawfoot tub, uh, two sinks, lovely bat room. Okay, great. Uh, well, guys, w- good. why don't we just decide that they're on their own and uh, let's catch up and hear what's been going on? So a week has come and gone. A lot's happened. Uh, well, not a whole lot, but stuff. <laughs> life, life has found a way, uh, as Jeff Goldblum once iconically said in the movie <laughs> Jurassic Park. Uh, <laughs> life found a way. Side note: week. Did you see in the new Jurassic World? It's got like all of the people from every Jurassic Park in it. Cannot wait. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, it's even got dinosaurs. <laughs> That's gonna be great. Uh, so, Lucas, uh, what's been going on with you? This uh, this last week, we actually well, we, we got I, to see. Yeah, you were here last week, Andrew. You were not. You, so looking forward to hearing about what happened with you. You should have two weeks worth of stuff to talk about. So it should be extra good. So extra. we should save you for the very end. Yes. Um, but for me, um, well, I, I'm normally kind of a, a stickler, which doesn't surprise anybody because I'm always a stickler. But I'm usually a like, you don't celebrate Christmas till December first. Like, don't get it started too early, or it won't be special. Um, but then over the last couple of years, I'm like, you know what, I should probably be a little slacker on that. And especially in the year 2020, we could use a little more Christmas cheer, I think. So I like, uh, the basically you're tipping the scales the af- of, afternoon of the crap out 2020. And, I, and I stabbed in the, the, my laser projector for Christmas, uh, from my house, which is great. Um, and then I, <laughs> there, this like fixes this. everything. <laughs> 2020 done. 2020 solved. Uh, I've started listening to Christmas music occasionally, not full time, but I'm getting there. So, <laughs> working so up. we're we're yeah, working way up to it. Got to build up ahead of steam. Uh, but yeah, so I, I'm I'm starting to enjoy the Christmas and our family movie nights, which got started during COVID. So it's it's a it's one of our uh, silver linings of COVID. Um, those those have transitioned as of last Friday to Christmas movies. So it's gonna be Christmas movies. So Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard Home Two, Alone. Two. <laughs> Home Alone. Oh, I need to get a hold of the TBS uh, edited version. But yeah, we'll, we'll work into it. Uh, and then so the other thing happened the other day, and as you guys know, like I'm, a, I've I've become over COVID a bit of a you know a pen nerd. I this knew might, it was going my, there. Oh my there goodness! You go. Now you're if, evangelizing. If you about if you talk about uh, Lucas talks about his fountain pen and uh, OHC bingo, you can check that off right now. Uh, but anyway, this is actually connected. Um, so for the record, do either of you two know what 
this symbol means. It's a cog. Anybody? Anybody it, in chat? Anybody? Bueller. Oh, oh, Bueller. oh. Uh, Jeff might actually know this. Jeff might know this. I'm, and other people might too. But uh, Jeff, I have some money on you maybe knowing it. So anyway, I was in class and I because I only teach two classes, I don't get my own room. Obviously, I just go to whoever's room is available that period to teach. And I'm teaching personal finance in there. And I'm up there teaching and the teacher who's normally. In, yes, I'm not even trying to be funny. You don't have your own specific room for teaching. So for the students that you teach, is it always a guessing game each day where oh, like, no, it's has anyone the seen same Mr. class. Has anyone seen Mr. Candy? <laughs> He's somewhere in the tell. building. <laughs> it, it really shaves a good 20 minutes off a of class if I do it right. Uh, but oh, it's anyway, a, it's so a type I'm of teaching. bit. Yeah, it's a type of bit. Thank you, Mark Corkum. Of course it is. Is, isn't, is that a, is that a, a torque? Well, I will, I'll tell you here in a second. Or a hex. Uh, it That's does a hex. kind of look like a torque. Is it a hex? <laughs> Don't put a hex on me. Uh, but anyway, so I'm, I'm teaching, I look down and there's this little black box with this symbol on it. Torques. And because I am familiar with the pen world a little oh bit, my not a lot, goodness. a little bit, I, forgot I that know that's that how this is the symbol for Mont Blanc, which is like the Cadillac of pens. Like it is, if you want to look fancy, whether you are or not, you buy one of these pens. Um, and it's like, it's a, like a status symbol thing. Anyway. And I was like, I was like, why does this teacher have a Mont Blanc pen? Like, I don't think anybody cares about pens. I've, I've, I've thrown it out there a couple of times and no one's bid on my pen. No one cares about my pen interest. So they can't like, what, what's going on? And, and I was like, I wanted to look inside. I was like, it's probably just a box he has. Um, and he probably keeps like junk in it or whatever. And I, and I reached for, it. I was like, no, Lucas, this is not your box. Like you can't just like go look at your other people's stuff, especially you're a guest in this classroom. So this I is, didn't, is this I was very proud of myself Oh, good for, for not you. being so nosy. Um, day two comes oh, and no. uh, the box is still there. I had meant to ask him about it and I forgot. <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, we have a staff meeting after school. I'll talk to him about what's in this mystery box. But then all of a sudden I found myself opening the box at the end of the day. I was like, just a quick little peek ski. And I pop it open. And sure enough, it's like brand new. There's the pen right there. There's all the material, like all the like, you know, pamphlets and stuff. So you can tell it's like brand new. It's like weird. So anyway, I waited for the class to leave and he came in. And, and then I, said, I took it. And, and I said, <laughs> hey, uh, that pen. And then I realized, I'm like, did you get it from a student? Like sometimes our international students will give gifts. Um, and, and he has an internet. And he goes, yeah, it's this particular student who lives with him. Like he, he's a, it's a homestay situation. Um, and so especially for homestays, they'll, they'll bring gifts sometimes. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, it's a, it's a pen. I got a pen. I was like, quick question. It's like, do you know anything about pens? And he's like, uh, no, I don't know anything about pens. I'm like, well, that is a... V- I'm going to tell you, I don't know that pen particularly, but I can tell you that is a very expensive pen. And he's like, what? Like, I just thought it was like a pen. He just brought me just to be nice. Whatever. I was like, give that pen a Google real quick. Uh, Google Mont Blanc. And we looked down. Anyway, I, I won't uh, divulge the full value, but let's no, just say. No, no, we divulge it. Divulge it. PlayStation 5 money worth of pen. Holy, Holy smokes. And, he, and, he's, and he's like, thank you so much for telling me this. I would have been like chewing on it up front or something like, (laughs) so anyway, I, I got quite a kick out of that because I was like, he probably does not know that this is a super fancy pen. I should let him know. He knows. Here you go. Waiting for like this amazing reaction. Oh yeah. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) Wow. He's up front, like picking his teeth with it or something. But yeah, anyway, so I, uh, so I, I got a, quite a kick out of that. And then he was very excited about that pen at that point. 
So anyway, but yeah, so that was my, my pen knowledge, my minor bit of pen knowledge actually came in helpful for somebody. So there you go. I think it's hilarious because I've watched, uh, I've watched different like A and E specials on bank robbers and they're always like, (laughs) yeah, no, I just went to the bank and was like going to take out money and then didn't. I went home. Then I came back the next day and just found myself emptying all the, all the safety deposit boxes. That's, and I knew that's what you hearts, were, that's what that reminded me of. He would not care. Like he'd be like, Oh, whatever. Look at the box. Who cares? Well, that's because uh, I was insurance. like, I really should ask. That is the hundred percent right thing to do. But I was like, Boop. and you'll notice but that I'm I never not. told him I opened the box. I was just like, Hey, that's a box over there. Uh, what's in, you know, so uh, maybe we'll hey, what's in the box? What's in the box? Uh, so, okay. Now, Eventually, when we get to me, I'm going to share a little bit about how I've finally secured my my new Xbox Series X and mm-hmm. a little bit of the journey of that. Um, but are you on the hunt now? Me? Yeah, you. I am keeping my eyes open. Um, it's whenever I get one, I get one. But it, you know what it's like now. If you didn't pre-order it, you're kind of out of luck. Although I think they're going to get some new ones for uh, around like Black Friday or whatever. But mm. anyway, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm keeping my eyes peeled. That's this Friday. That's this that Friday. That is this Friday. So I will have to keep my eyes peeled. Really yeah. peeled. So that is my uh, that is my uh, update. I do want to save Andrew for for last because he does have a lot to share. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, so when my Xbox finally came in, I, I think I told you guys, uh, Mandy and the kids had gone away for uh, uh, was this two weeks ago, and while they were gone. I went walking around and discovered some walking trails out behind our behind our place, just over the over the overpass, and and some nice trails through the woods along a river, and and uh, really was enjoying the walk, listening to podcasts, all that kind of stuff. And I really wanted to take my family for a walk. And the kids generally aren't you like Mandy and I will go for walks, and that's good. But the kids aren't, aren't keen super, for physical they're exercise. They're not super keen. Well, not if not if it's with us. If they're out playing with their friends, good to go. But it's like, hey, kids, let's just go for a walk. Why? For fun? How? Uh, checkmate. So, uh, but but I I convinced them, and so the four of us decided to to go and so the kids went and got in the van and i'm like guys we're walking we have to walk to the walking trail like (laughs) yeah yeah we do so uh so we got got them everybody going got and we were walking over the overpass of the highway and all of a sudden my phone goes off and it's ups the package has been delivered to my friend Ryan, who ordered, he ordered three Xbox Ones, kept one for himself. I bought one, and then he sold another one on Marketplace. Um, but the one that he got for me came in a day earlier than it said it would. And so, and then, uh, so I was like, oh, awesome. I, I, I really hope you gave them a big stern lecture about the importance of physical education before you bailed on this walk, but go ahead. So then, <laughs> so I get that message and I go, okay, well, it's there. Ryan's got it. And... And because it required a signature. So I'm like, Ryan's got it. Not a problem. Um, so I, I shot him a message and just said, hey, man, it's in. And uh, and I was going to continue on the walk. Well, all of a sudden, a car stops in the middle of the bypass, in the middle of the the middle of the overpass. And it's Ryan. And and he's not home. So I figured, OK, well, his wife, Jen, she must have signed for it and she's got it. So I'm like, hey, man, it came in. It's at your house right now. And he goes, get in. And I'm like, well, I'm I'm. Uh, we're, we're going on this walk and it took a lot to get the kids. No, get in. I'll, I'll bring you back. I'll, uh, no, 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 get in. I'll take you home. And 
we'll go get the Xbox. And I was just like, uh, I'm looking at my family. I'm like, uh. <laughs> also not a great life lesson about jumping in cars on overpasses. And Definitely tell not. You to, but anyway, yeah. that it ended with, uh, no, when we're going for this walk, you know, and when the walk is done, then, then I'll come over and, and I'll grab it. So Ryan left and we went on this walk and every step of that walk, I'll Agony. Xbox, Xbox. <laughs> now we had a fantastic walk, but uh, then all of a sudden I get a picture from Ryan. The we last were, one for a long time, probably. No, but, no, uh, no. It, it was legitimately a really good walk with them. Uh, it probably go down to one of my favorite memories with, with the four of us. Well, I'm hoping for more and better, but off <laughs> <laughs> that walk on the overpass. <laughs> uh, but we had a great, we had a great walk on the path. And then I get a message, I get a text message from Ryan and it's a picture. The Xbox, the UPS guy just left it on a step. No one's home. You know, it's a $700, uh, $600 suit. No, Xbox, sorry, wrong, wrong thing. Uh, just left on, you got my reference, left on the step. And uh, anyway, so we got it. So got the walk done, went home. I didn't even go in the house. I reached, I opened the door. Kids started going in. I reached around, grabbed my keys, said goodbye, and <laughs> drove straight to get the Xbox. Ah, oh, dear. So it's been, it's been fun doing that. Now the problem is, and th- oh, you reminded me when you said about um, Black Friday coming, I need to, uh, I need to get a 4K TV. I don't need to get a 4K TV, but the whole point of the new generation of video game systems is that they do 4K and and beyond, Mm -hmm. and and I'm not there. Uh, So uh, anyway, we're going to sell the TV that we have and find something on sale and and pick something up. They're pretty inexpensive. So if one of you suckers out there is looking for a low-def TV, call Brad. Call Brad. It's a pretty sweet one on sale at Best Buy. Is there? The problem is to get... To get exactly the most out of the Xbox, there isn't a there isn't a I don't want to say bargain, but there isn't like a moderately priced TV. You can't find no. something with HDMI 2.1 and uh, 120 hertz for for the cheap. Like there's only a few TVs, to the best of my knowledge, that are doing that right now. You can get yeah. a, HDMI 2.1 and 60 hertz, but anyway, there. Andrew, what's been going on with you? All right, so I just have a couple little quick stories. First side note: Have you guys tried this uh, sparkling water root beer? Root beer? Root beer? No, I'm into that. Uh, it's like the same as bubbly, like zero zero everything in it. Yeah. And there's like root beer. There's cream soda. Uh, there's <laughs> cherry cola. Both but of our mouths beer, dropped. But this root beer, it almost tastes like I'm drinking root beer. Almost. If, if I close my eyes and plug if you my think nose. Think about it. If you put, if back in the day when you're making like swamp water as a kid, if you put one drop of root beer in something, that's all it tasted like. So you do not need much root beer flavoring. To yeah. Taste like the cream beer. soda was okay, but it was just like water with a hint of cream soda. This is like mm-hmm. half and half. Wow. So okay, President's uh, choice is that. I'm getting uh, that. Is that Superstore? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anyways, that's my first uh, story of the day drink this it's good uh so (laughs) quick story i took a little tumble on the weekend and i'm lucky that i didn't like break my ankle uh i was outside with oliver and our deck there's like some soft spots on our deck 
and you step uh, around them. <laughs> so I'm standing there, and Oliver um, goes. You can go into our garage from from the back, and you can go up front. So he he's going through the garage, and then I realize he's kind of taken off, and so I am standing on the deck, and I just go to like. Yeah, not you, you sprint, put, but like you run push off. speed. You push off to go after him, <laughs> and the deck just the one board just goes, <laughs> and I is like, I went in to the and deck. I immediately like kept going forward, oh, no. and my shoelace then caught on the the nail, and so it was like flying forward and then getting caught and then like. <laughs> kind of lasting back a little bit like when a dog runs too far and the leash catches it yeah yeah it was that and my okay. shoelace like almost ripped in half it was like it's it's <laughs> what a still tra- what a just, dramatic event just usable oh, and i'm like lying there I'm like what just happened to me and oliver i'm like oliver he's like what i'm like come back dad's down myself. save daddy i've fallen and i can't get out avoid the soft like, spots get over here but i'm so <laughs> i'm so lucky that like i didn't my ankle didn't stay in there and like mm-hmm. I just, like it just came popped right back out right but anyways oh, i i still have a little bit of a sore leg from that but quick quick question has your wife mm-hmm. mentioned these soft spots and told you you should really fix them at some point no, and when well, we get a video, really, of, that would have made it way better if she if she talked about it all the time and you kept pushing her off. The plan is to deck. fix the deck next spring, but anyways, mm-hmm. uh, so I, we have a hole. I put a board over it. And she and she was like, "Did you did you like attach the board to, to the deck?" And I was like, "No, it's applied." <laughs> And she said, well, what if it blows away? And I said, well, we had a hole over on the other side and we had a board on it and it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, yeah, you're right. Is your bathroom done yet? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel yeah. like we have a whole um, new audience that does not even know or care. No. <laughs> uh, so there's that. And then I I am also, uh, I bought an Xbox and I am waiting currently for it to arrive, which I sadly found out yesterday. It was shipped from Vancouver. <laughs> the furthest possible location. <laughs> which Vancouver is- Island. Yeah. So, anyways, it'll get here. I was lucky enough to find one on the first day. So yep. there's that. And then I actually wanted to talk. I I received a present in the mail. And we don't usually exchange gifts or anything yeah. for our birthdays. Th- thanks for that awkward um, moment, Lucas. That was really great. <laughs> and so, and we don't expect like, you know, it's, no. it's whatever. Anyways, I got a gift in the mail from Lucas and it was a fountain pen. Is that what they're called? Ink pen? Yeah. What are they called? Uh, fountain pen. Fountain pen. Anyways, I, st- I don't know if I know how to use it right. <laughs> He's like the text messages flying about how to like deal with this pen were hilarious. I couldn't get it to work. I couldn't get the pen to work at all. I keep taking it in and put it. I take it out and I put it in. And and there was actually directions, and I'm like reading the three lines of directions over and over again. (laughs) I've got to be missing something. Insert ink. Right. How is there a specific way I'm supposed to write with it? Because I'll be like. Like one moment I'm writing and it's fine, and then I come back to write again, and like nothing's coming out, or it's you know what I mean. Like it's, you're supposed to well, blow on it in between. <laughs> it's like an old Nintendo. Uh, no, like it should work. Like every now and then, like if do you cap it in between uses? Yeah. Like 
Okay, yeah, then it should just work. Maybe the ink cartridge is not in properly or whatever, but uh, <laughs> there's no other way to put it in. Sorry, I don't know. User error. Uh, I've I have several, and this is actually, even though it's one of the cheapest ones, it's one of my favorites. I, I like the way that it writes and all that stuff, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm sorry. It hasn't been Lucas, don't blame the, don't blame the victim. I, uh, I like, where, where is it all day? I'm like, I was like, it's at work and I was using it for everything, but like <laughs> my page is so, there's like ink blotches everywhere. <laughs> like all in my hands. I'm like, this is fun. I love using this pen. <laughs> So convenient. <laughs> I'll get the hang of it. Anyways, those are my stories. Oh my good. word. That's hey, how was your son's birthday party? That's what took you out last week. Yeah, it was good. We had um a lot of people stay the night here. <laughs> and it, it was loud. Um but your uh, all your body language is saying everything other than what your mouth is saying. It was it was fun and Oliver. It was really enjoyed, great. Oliver really enjoyed being with his cousins and yeah. so we were happy for that. And uh he had a he had a good time. <laughs> your mom thinks and my birthday you a always gets kind of melded into that a little bit because my birthday's like four days later and nobody's celebrating. <laughs> nobody's coming back for a second birthday four days later. So <laughs> Andrew, your mother thinks that Lucas gave you a gag gift. Yeah, just like he goes to score that shoots him in the eye. <laughs> oh no. It's a tie, one of those ties that spin and shoots water. <laughs> good, good foley work. Thanks. Well, folks, we're gonna turn things over back to Andrew with Smorp. Andrew, why don't you take us away on that Smorp journey? All right, it's time to Smorp. Smorp stands for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. We're going to read through a passage of Scripture, and then we're going to go through those different uh, items in the Smorp and have some discussion, and hopefully you'll have some discussion too. Uh, I just need to apologize to those that are watching. Um, the program that I used to put the lyrics, or the lyrics, the Scriptures and all that stuff up, um, some stuff changed on it, and when I... Anyway... It'll be a little harder to read tonight, but they'll still be there, but we'll have it fixed up for, for next week. I thought it was going to work, and then it didn't work properly. So, Well, we were here for the tech run-through, and you weren't. Pobody's so. po 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 nerfic. <laughs> All right. So our scripture for today is from 1 Thessalonians 5, 12 to 18. Now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord, and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Uh, so whatever translation we I put in the notes was not the same one. I said ES. I, I was sure I grabbed the ESV from... Uh, from both, actually. So I apologize that they didn't line up with what Andrew said. Oh, Brad, he's just a mess right. tonight. I was, I was, I was in the world right there. I, I just, I, I got pulled into the reading. I didn't even notice. Didn't even so notice. Good. All right. Sorry about that, everybody. Well, Andrew, Late for everybody, 
Oh, oh yeah. My sister says we did an escape room. That's there too. We did that for my birthday. Sorry. Back to Swarp. Well, <laughs> I want to know so much. But yeah, all right. We did we did not escape. End of end of story. <laughs> We're still there. That, that's next week's catch up. I want to hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right. So first item, scripture. What words, phrases, or observations <clears throat> in this passage stand out to you? What does this scripture tell me about the nature and work of God? Uh, the one that jumped out at me was be patient with everyone. Because <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty good at that. But actually what I'm really good at is I'm good at pretending I'm being patient with everyone, but usually I'm not being patient with everyone. Are you sure you're good at pretending you're patient? Maybe I'm not. Oh, no. (laughs) Or maybe you're just way worse than we know. (laughs) That's a startling possibility. (laughs) Uh, The parts that jumped out to me were acknowledging those who work hard among you. Uh, care for mm-hmm. uh, who care for you in the Lord and who admonish you, uh, hold them in the highest regard. So this kind of theme of acknowledging and putting these people before yourself. The, the other part for me was uh, was giving thanks in all circumstances, specifically about the fact that it's God's will for you. Uh, so those were some of the phrases that jumped out at me. How about you? Uh, for me, uh, rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. Huh. Yeah, absolutely. Message. What do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Uh, if I can, for me, I, I was thinking of this specifically related to ministry, um, you guys know what it's like to do the behind the scenes things that n- maybe people don't ever see. And, and sometimes they can be thankless jobs. And so for instance, the one, this, this might make me sound really good, but our sound get people have really been on my mind and on my heart lately because they put a lot of time and effort in, especially where we've changed so much in our church in the last, like since COVID hit with getting live stream going, adding new equipment that they've got to learn, new programs that they've got to learn, a new commitment level that they're rising to and, and all of this stuff, training and training others. And unfortunately you can, they could sit back there and the only time someone ever takes note of them is when something goes wrong. Right, that the old. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I look back, they'll fix it. Like, they probably don't know. Could you imagine back in the day when it was like overheads and someone accidentally smudged the marker and put that on? You imagine the glare, but and that's the equivalent today of being a little late on the slide or, uh, or what or whatever. But it's been really on my heart lately to make sure that they know how appreciated they are and how valued they are. And so when I read this. It got me thinking. It had the Lord started just saying, "Hey, what are other what are other people that are working to make all this stuff happen? Not just with tech, but like the ministries around you and all these things. When was the last time that you actually uh, acknowledged them f- for what they're doing and and put them before you and kind of elevated them? I'm I'm I get to be the face on the podcast with my with our pastor and and stuff like that but there are so many people mm. behind the scenes that and, and that are making everything happen and that are consistently showing up and and doing the nitty-gritty and the hard stuff um 
and and they need to be they need to feel appreciated. And so that, that was what Mm. the Lord was speaking to me. And the final thing in relation to that kind of, but kind of off topic uh, of that was give thanks in all circumstances. We could write a whole book on that uh, because that's not easy. And, and if you really start looking at, you know, we joked earlier about, okay, 2020, you know, it doesn't matter what year it is. There's hard stuff in every year. Yes. 2020, Mm. we had, we had COVID and we'll probably have it into 2021. But and we can't blame a year for that. I guess my my point is we're supposed to give thanks in all circumstances, which means taking stock of what we have to be thankful for. And if you never, if I never stop and slow down and start appreciating what I have, I will never be thankful, even in the good times, let alone the bad ones. I'll just I'll just be complaining. Oh, I've got to wear a mask. Hmm. I can't believe I have to wear a mask. Or, or whatever. And I know everyone wants to, I don't want to, but let, I'm going to get it. Let's just deal with it. And then it says this, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. How many of us ask the question, man, what's God's will for my life? And usually when people say that they're talking job, generally, I think that's what they mean or general direction, but let's just focus in on one thing. And the Lord's saying to me right now, Bradley and anyone else that's reading this, my will for your life is that you be thankful for what you've got. You want to know my will? Start there. Talk to me with thanksgiving, and then we'll work out the rest kind of thing. There, that's what's been on. That's kind of what he's been speaking to me through this scripture. Hmm. Good. Um, Siegel? I, I, <laughs> what did you say? For Mr. Reaper. He called me Seagull. Oh. Uh, so where it says... Now we ask your brothers and sisters to acknowledge those who work among you, who care for you in the Lord and who admonish you. Mm. And the whole thing of, you know, and, and then it, and it goes on to say, hold them in high regard and love because of their work. And the idea that people who tell you, hey, the thing you're doing is wrong, like, you know, the people who will admonish you, um, you know, we don't, no, no human loves to be admonished, but uh, just making sure that you're open to hearing those things. Um, and that's, you know, it's hard to do, but also on the flip side of that too, is, is be willing to admonish people, right? If they yep. need to be admonished. Um, <clears throat> I think that's harder. <laughs> oh my, of course it is. Well, so much harder. Yeah. Like to, to like, I'd rather be like, oh, I think it was hey. not great. Okay, yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, and then just gotta be so, hey, buddy. uh, <laughs> I have a sign on my, <laughs> <laughs> I have a sign on my desk that says, um, to be unclear is to be unkind. Um, and that just reminds me that if I'm having a difficult conversation with a student or the staff member, whoever, so you just hand them the like, sign. You gotta, you gotta come out and say it. Cause if you're going to be kind of going around the frills, nibbling around the edges of the problem, then they can walk away thinking there's not a major problem. Yeah. Right. If you, yeah. and then all of a sudden this, well, you didn't say there was, or, Oh yeah, I was too chicken to do it. Um, and so, yeah, that's something to keep in mind. And also the other sign I have in my office, which is, it's facing me. Like if someone sits down in my office and looks at me, it's behind their head. They, they don't see it. I see it. And it says all your big problems begin as small problems <laughs> that got ignored. Uh, so I, that is a little something for Lucas uh, to read every day. <laughs> a little treat. Uh, a little, little, little treat, treat for, me. for me. Don't be a coward when you're talking to people. So yep. uh, yeah. So just that part of but it. But Lucas, just a heads up. That does mean that that doesn't mean you have to be rude. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're boring. <laughs> and then let them go. Yeah, basic. You got to do it in love. You're basic. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and yeah, so for me, it was rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in all circumstances. And for, I'll just focus in on the pray continually. Mm. I find so much I in my mind, I think I, I make decisions that, oh, like I need a very special moment to pray. Right. I need yeah, like yeah. the, you know, my special pray time. And so I'm going to save this until the pray time. <laughs> and then you don't even have it or you forget about it. And this is just a reminder for me because it is such a big struggle for me that I just need to be constantly doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just, and just taking that time for that person who needs it in that moment, because I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do them a huge disservice, you know, for getting to pray for them. And especially if I tell them I'm going to, uh, yeah, yeah. and so, and, and honestly, it's, I know that it will just bring me closer to God if I'm constantly talking to God throughout my day mm-hmm. and, uh, and not making it into this bigger thing that it doesn't have to be. I mean, it is a big thing, but uh, I just overthink it or, 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 you know, build it up to, I don't know what I'm trying to say there, I but got you. I got you. it's, it's funny. Cause it reminds me of like my daughter, Esther, the middle one, like anytime I'm like, we'll be walking along and I'll be swinging her or we'll be playing at home and I'll be throwing her in the air or whatever. And every time I say, okay, only one more. Then she says, don't do it. Like I want to save it for later. Uh, and then she walks away and never does it again. <laughs> she just ends everything one one try too soon because she's like, no, no, I don't want to use them all now. It's like, well, no, they're four now. Like it's for right I now. I want to save it for later. <laughs> and then she skips off because she's like, I've got one of those in the bank. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Is there a sense, Andrew, that prayer has become too formalized? As, a, as I a, think that's what I think that would be my problem is is uh, you know it's like okay I gotta make sure that I check all the boxes and uh, it has to be this length and you know it's just yeah so it's become less like overthinking it yeah it's be- it, uh, or or may I may I just throw it in our parlance it it's become more religious than relational yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, that's a great reminder for me. And actually, I did this smorp today, and so that was, uh, you know, I wrote that down and and, uh, and, and really focused in on that mm-hmm. um, actual part of it. So I did I cheated a little uh, tonight. Wait a minute, you <clears throat> did this scripture today? Where did you Where did you go to get this scripture? <laughs> well, I, I went to uh, OxfordHolyClub.com. Okay. And yeah. I scrolled through a bunch of random stuff and I think they had merch for sale or something. I wasn't looking and, for uh, that. <laughs> I, I was looking for you to tell and, people uh, they could get the smorp. Yeah, you can get it right on our website. And uh it's a daily thing. Download it, print it off, leave it on your coffee table in your office. Uh yeah. And anyway, so we'll keep going. Obedience. Anybody have a I I'll I'll just kind of go in with mine, you know, I, that is my step of obedience is to is to take time throughout my day to be praying and um make it I'll steal from Brad there, make it more relational and uh and honor those, you know, commitments of prayers to people. Mm-hmm. Uh for me it'll just be that going back to the whole to be unclear is to be unkind and, you know, to um, try to remember the exact parlance it was to um, hold people and, you know, to 
love those who admonish others, you know, whether it's someone admonishing me or if I have to admonish someone else, you know, to, and it's funny because like with your kids, I can admonish my kids, no problem. Like any day of the week, I'll admonish them. Uh, that's not a problem, but it's with, you know, other relationships, but really that's showing them love. That's actually building that relationship there, um, that you trust me to be honest with you and I'll trust you to be honest with me. Um, and just, that's something I need to, I'm always looking to get better at. Uh, we had a little hiccup in our video stream, so I was just addressing that. Um, I th- I think for me, we're in the obedience part. It is to really try to uh, really appreciate and be thankful in all circumstances, and to model that for my children, um, so that that they see that. And I think I've said here before, one of the things I do when I get to pray with my kids at night, uh, when I'm home for that, is to always thank God for the good things that he's given us throughout the day and kind of go through some of them uh, with the kids. And and then the other part in terms of obedience, like, and Lucas, you you really said it, is to be someone who will admonish others. But but that is a relational thing. I'm not just going to walk up to Joe Blow yeah. on the street and go, uh, here comes your admonishing. <laughs> I, shall, I, I shall admonish thee. But... <laughs> But to have, you know, like, so for instance, the three of us have a pretty tight relationship and we would be able to, to be able to do this, you know, to be able to talk to one another. But there's others, you know, that we have influence with that, that we're doing them a disservice if we're not willing to go there with them. Likewise, mm-hmm. we need people that will be willing to go there with us. So it's to be, I guess the obedience for me is to be willing to, re- maybe you said this, Lucas, so I apologize. I feel like I'm repeating what you said. Maybe. Um, my, the obedience for me is to be willing to receive and when the spirit leads to admonish. Uh-huh. It's good. Did, did you say that? Did I just copy you? It's similar. Not, not, not verbatim. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Um, all right. And then we have repentance, uh, right? Or any confession that God reveals to you in this passage. And then we encourage you also to take that time to prayer. And I think for me, that repentance would, would be the fact that I've kind of, um, just lost some of that, uh, relational side of the prayer praying and, and, Uh and not honoring, you know, the prayers that I've committed to and things like that. I would say that's repentance for me. Mm. Uh I think it's not hard for me to admit the fact that there are times when I haven't gone somewhere, like gone, th- gone there with someone when I really should have, uh, to to their disservice. Not because I have everything together, that's for mm-hmm. sure. But but there's a there's a an opportunity for a relationship to develop there, and for people to, for both of us to come out better on the other end. And I have skirted that, um, so. I'm going to go find that person and admonish. Listen, oh, my, my, go mine to would them. be ex- exactly the same as yours, Brad. That's why when you said it, I was like, yeah, I wasn't agreeing with you being bad at that thing. I was, agreeing with, I also have okay. the same, uh, same problem there, you know, chickening out at the last minute, which really is like, it's not, it's me failing to love someone, whether it's a student or whether it's another staff member or whatever. Um, and I'm, 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 har- I'm harming them in some ways. You know what's so, funny though? Yeah. Like I, I've gone through some very difficult conversations that I would have never ever imagined I would have had to have with people uh-huh. and, and that I would never wish on anyone to ever have to have. And I came out of those right. feeling like, okay, I handled that. It, it sucked, yeah. but I handled that. 
I must be awesome at dealing with confrontation. (laughs) Well, no, nobody wants to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I don't care if you say you're confrontational, you might like to get someone, you know, get a row going, but, but to actually go there and have an honest heart to heart conversation that is vulnerable is scary. Anyway, big time. All right. Well, that's our smorp. That was a good good smorp, Andrew. Thanks for leading us through that, my dude. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Well, I'm going to turn things over to to the. I'm going to turn things over to Lucas and. Sports and Star Stuff. All right. Sports and Star Stuff, uh, also known as Barber Dash. Uh, Basically, I'm going to give you a definition. You're both going to send me. The uh, what your answer is for that definition, I will throw in two more one real one and one more fake one of my own uh making, and then we'll see who can guess which one the real one is, and the audience can feel free to participate at home. So, the world, the word, the word for tonight is uh, kuju, kuju, what kuju, <laughs> wait, are you saying could you? You're like, could you say that again for me, please? Could you spell it? Yeah. C-U-J-U. Like Cujo with a U. Cujo. It sounds like a pigeon sneezing. Could you? Could you? Let me just put that in chat so people can see it. C-U-J-U. Cujo. C-U-J-U. Kuju. And uh, while uh, they are thinking up something to send me through Messenger or some other form, um, you guys can also send me something. Uh, so Kuju, Kuju, please send me some some answers, maybe you know. So it's either going to be something star related, so something scientific or science fiction. Um, or it could be sport related, so it could be something in the world of sports. Knowing us usually has to do with polo. This game uh, used to be hosted by someone who knew everything about sports and few things about star stuff, uh, and we knew all the star stuff. So now it's just three people who know lots about star stuff and not much about sports. I'll narrate it for the podcast audience at home. Nope. So you got one coming in already? I got two in already. (sighs) I like this game. You do or you don't? Don't. Do not. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. We need new stuff for the new year, folks. (laughs) An audience can feel free to send those in. So here's what we got. So, Kuju. Uh, so first up, we have uh, Kuju, one of the shuttles on the hero ship Serenity in the show Firefly. Kuju, the ancient alien dialect discovered in the Star Trek Deep Space Nine universe. So got two star stuffs coming in hot. Uh, next up, we have Kuju, an early form of soccer played in China. And then finally, Kuju. The Warrior Nation from the planet Albright in the Star Trek Picard series. So, uh, 
We got three spaces. Ooh, space heavy. Sport. I feel space heavy, I which feel, I think I know the answer just based on that. Okay, there you go. So, uh, gentlemen, did you want to guess? Uh, so, starting with, let's go with Mr. Andrew. What is your guess? So you've got, uh, let's see, you got early soccer, you got Picard, you got uh, the name of a shuttle from the show Firefly, and you also have the alien dialect from Deep Space Nine. I'm going soccer. Going soccer, okay. Early Chinese soccer. Okay, but and Brad. Look, now let's just let, let's just spread this out a little bit quickly. What do you think Lucas's is? I think Lucas's is the Firefly one. What do you think mine is? Well, um, then you'll know what mine is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mind game. Oh, well, now you already do, I guess, because you know what yours is. <laughs> I think yours is. Uh, I wasn't the, paying attention. No. <laughs> okay, so I also think soccer, and I think Lucas was the Firefly one, and I think you were the. Well, the other one. The other one. <laughs> All right, and uh, you were both correct. It was Ancient Soccer. Uh, I did make up the Firefly shuttle, whose name I don't actually remember. Um, and Is there a shuttle yeah. on the Firefly? Yeah, they have two little shuttles that pop out the side, and they have spread little wings, and they actually have little Fireflies. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, and that's when, we lost our, that's when we lost our followers. <laughs> right there, when you did this. Minus two people are watching? <laughs> that's right. We owe Facebook two people. Two people now? <laughs> I don't know. Viewer debt. <laughs> oh, that was fun. All right. So that was oh. sports and star stuff. Sports and star stuff. Yep, that. All right, folks, you can follow our podcast. Thank goodness. Uh, and all the places that matter on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, uh, YouTube. If you're using social media, throw up the hashtag OH Club. Uh, and we would love it if you're listening to us on iTunes, get, leave us a five star rating, and we'll even read it on the air. Not only that, but you can send your questions to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. You can browse our merch as it becomes available. Find a smorp on there. And folks, we don't pay to advertise. So any support we get comes from you sharing us with others. So until next time, keep spiritually fit and have fun. fun.